0: Welcome to the punts, bunts, and jams podcast. No matter if we are recapping the action from the week before, we're setting up what we are most excited to see in the coming days. I guarantee you will have a great time. So sit back and enjoy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Goal 60 podcast. Son of a bitch. (laughs) I just said the wrong one. (laughs) What'd you say? I didn't even hear you. I said, Welcome back to the Goal 60 podcast.
1: Jeez, Clay. You know what? You know what? what? I was
0: going with it. I was just going to (laughs) run. All right. Let's try it again. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Punts, Bunts, and Jams podcast. This is episode 31, and we have got a lot to talk about. First off, we're going to talk about college football. We're going to talk about how Cody agrees with Dan Wolkin on Twitter. We're also going to talk about NFL. But first, we're going to talk about a little bit of news. And, Cody, I'm going to let you start it off. So, go nuts.
1: What's up, Clay Dodd? What's up, buddy? Apparently, a lot's happened since 4.30 today.
0: Did you did you like that little that little second thing I said there about Dan Wolkin? I mean, I don't understand why you would agree with him on anything,
1: but... These, I'll, I'll explain that in a second. I, I do, <laughs> I do need to address that. But in all seriousness, the FBI case, college basketball, 2017, the meetings in Atlanta with Colin about Colin Sexton, other players. Yep. Alabama got you know a slap on the wrist. We, you know, there's a 10 year show clause for one of the former assistants that was involved, one of the recruiters, 10 years. So he's basically done.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much the nail in the coffin for that guy. I mean, there's,
1: I don't see how after
0: 10 years somebody's going to hire you and be like, yeah, come on back.
1: Yeah, you you remember how to do this, right? Yeah, he's, he's done.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's finished.
1: But there's this thing in sports where we call a news dump. So yeah. you do those at 530 on a Friday or, in this case, on a Sunday night <laughs> where <laughs> it absolutely just shocked the college basketball world. Yeah. and that is the Auburn Tigers put a self postseason ban, and I'll get to that in a second, for yeah. for the 2021 season. I'm not saying that it's kind of, a, I guess, a CYA-type move. It is, but also, when you look at it, they lost their top five scores. It's almost like they knew they weren't going to make it anyway, so they're hoping this is going to do enough. The thing with Alabama is that that case is closed. I mean, the NCAA said this is it. This, this is what you're doing. This is you know the five thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, whatever it was. It's over. That was yeah. the NCAA saying Alabama, this is you. Do it again. It's probably going to be bad. Right. Auburn, this is self imposed. This is all. This is all Auburn athletic department. Bruce Pearl. This is what they wanted. So they kind of knew going in they weren't gonna have the best squad. That's why I, I kinda think it's hollow yeah a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that would be like when, you know, Mike Shula was coaching and we were in probation and we say, yeah, we're we're probably gonna we're not gonna accept anything to the BCS this year. Just throwing that out there. Yeah so you know it's kind of a hollow thing. I don't think it matters. I think the NCAA is about to hammer Coach hammer him.
0: Do you think that – what do you think is worse? Taking away, say, I don't know, nine scholarships in college football or, say, two scholarships in college basketball?
1: Two in basketball, for sure. Has to
0: be. Has to be.
1: Yeah, if you take away two, I mean, that's – I mean, depending on what happens, that could be your whole recruiting class. I mean, you know, sometimes you you don't – you can't take five people like Alabama did or Auburn. Like sometimes you can only take one or two guys because, right. you know, if somebody doesn't go pro early or transfer out, you don't have enough spots. I mean, I, I think it's going to be, shoot, maybe, maybe four scholarships over three years. Yeah. Maybe, maybe five over three years, which is huge because. Yeah,
0: that's a major penalty.
1: And, you know, I think it's obviously the MCAA might, they might want bruce's head on a platter just just being honest cuz they've they they knew going in that he had issues and they're like hey you can hire him but one little mishap and it's, you're done right Yeah.
0: You know, this is not a one time thing this is something that's happened you know he's this lied. is not his first rodeo Yeah. said boy the, the
1: the first one yes it was a barbecue that wasn't the thing that that wasn't the issue it was that he lied that it happened yeah like, that was the whole issue. with, And with Auburn, the, the difference between Alabama and Auburn right now is Alabama said, look, this is what we did. We, we were stupid. We shouldn't have been involved. We shouldn't have been in Atlanta. We're going to cooperate, whatever you want. Bruce Pearl and them, they have not said a thing. They, you know, they let person walk, you know, they fired him, but they were not very cooperative. Like, mm-hmm. so the NCAA, I don't think, now – you know my record on this podcast. I've been wrong quite. I've been wrong a lot. I don't. No, even, we're never wrong. We're, I don't want to think about going and listening to all the NFL picks that I made that were so so bad. We're, but
0: we're we're very similar to saying a major league baseball umpire. Uh, once we make a call, we're not wrong. Yeah, there yeah. may be a different outcome, but we're not wrong.
1: <laughs> but but in all seriousness. I guess I, I hate it for the kids. Maybe I, I don't even know if I do. It's Auburn week. It's really hard for me to have any sympathy right now. Like if you'd, if I'd have found this out, yeah. Okay, I I hate it for the kids, but I don't even know if I can say that because it's Auburn week, and I just, I just, I just, if you'd have told me this news six weeks ago, after Auburn had just lost to South Carolina or something, I might have been like, Oh, that that sucks for those seniors but like it's auburn week now and it's it's no mercy cody i mean this this is what you're getting you're getting third person cody does not want anything good to happen to that school on the other side of the state or in west georgia however you want to say it It, it's auburn week and that that that's this is what i'm saying i i hate it for them i mean we got our punishment because we we did the crime and and we did the time and we cooperated and that's what you get when you just close the book on everything
0: that's you know, my story
1: that's my story, and I'm just 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 sticking to it
0: you know there is every single year you know things start coming up, people start asking, What are you thankful for and every mm-hmm. year, I have the exact same answer, and that is that we can joyfully hate each other in this state for you know I know it's a year round thing, but overall, not everybody sees it like that, but we can for one week. We can hate each other's guts and still have a good time and watch a good rivalry game. And I'm not talking about that stupid game up north because that is
1: not as good as the Iron Bowl. Well, it's not as good because they're not in the same state. I mean, I I just never understand that. Like, I always give – you can't tell me that Ohio State-Michigan is is more intense than, say, a Duke-North Carolina basketball game. I just won't believe you. They're eight miles apart. I I just – I mean – we we see some random, we'll see random Tennessee fans or random Georgia fans around here. But when it's not in the state, it's just different. It's just different.
0: It is, and and in two thousand twenty, I'm just thankful that we get to watch it, that we get to see. You know we we worried all summer long that we weren't going to get a season. We've had somewhat of a season, in my opinion. I'm I'm extremely happy with it. I know we didn't get to play games like say Alabama versus L S U. But overall, I just wanted to see some football. And yeah, we got if,
1: that. If you had told me that we only had one game canceled, I'd have been like, you know, that's 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 one more SEC game than we normally get in a regular season. Right. Exactly. So I would be ha- I would be happy with that.
0: No, I, I totally agree. So let's Let's step away from college basketball. We are going to have a look ahead episode this week, everybody, and it's going to come out on Wednesday. It's going to come out a day early, obvious reasons because of Thanksgiving being on Thursday. But we're going to talk about college bas- basketball in that episode, which will time just right because we've got tip off on the season later that night. So, in this episode, let's go ahead and jump into some NFL because it has been a great day of football in the NFL.
1: It, it really has, Clay Dodd. I mean, you look at the Packers game, they lose in overtime. I'm sorry about that, Clay Dodd. Um the Colts the Colt, the Colts played really well. Yeah. I I I mean, the first half was ugly. It was turnover after turnover. Was was not a pretty game to watch that first half. And I'm I'm still kinda confused that the Colts didn't just blow the Packers out. I felt like maybe I'm wrong. I felt like they really controlled the game. Did Well did did you think that at all? They, like-
0: they did. They controlled that game, and the Packers have had some issues this year in the second half. We had this issue against the Vikings. We had this issue, obviously against um, the Buccaneers. We we've had this come up several times where it's the first half, just you know, all out. We scored twenty eight in the first half, and then didn't yeah. score another point until a minute left, or actually it was like fifteen seconds left. So. You know, there's a, there's a gap. There's something's up. It's it's either we're not making the right adjustments, or the other teams that we're playing are seeing things that are allowing them to make the right adjustments. Whatever's happening, is happening,
1: and it's just it's frustrating. That at the same that time. right that right there.
0: Whatever's happening is happening.
1: That should be our that's our that's our new uh, phrase. Yeah,
0: absolutely. whatever's
1: happening is happening. I mean, that's. That's where we are in this world. We can't do anything about it. Whatever's happening is happening.
0: It's just happening, and you just got to roll with it. And you got to move on. And I'll give it to the Colts, man. What a comeback
1: yeah, for I mean, that team. I mean, technically, what, they're a game and a half up on Tennessee now?
0: Yeah, and you know how hard it is to come back from being down 14 and a half in professional football? I mean, that's unreal. Yeah, I give it to them. They did it. And other than giving up a last-minute – Aaron Rodgers, you know, typical drive where he just kind of turns it on and does his thing, it, they dominated that second half. And that is it's, – it's hard to do. It's, it's not only – you know, you can't just say, well, the offense came out and played a lot better. They did, but you also had a defense who shut Aaron Rodgers out for, what, 29 minutes? And, I mean, that's, that's pretty
1: stout. Yeah, and one thing that's very confusing about the Packers every year is you look on paper at their offense, and you're like, not really sure how anybody can stop them. Not really sure how, you know, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't put up 450 yards a game. Yeah. You know, because cause Jones is a he, he's a really serviceable running back. I would say he's oh, yeah. for sure top ten in the league as far as talent goes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if he maybe if he had the the best offensive line, like I mean, I think Josh Jacobs, what he's doing with the Raiders, I know I just jumped off, but like thinking about a good offensive line, yeah. you give him the Raiders' offensive line, he's probably doing what Jacobs is doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think he's really really good, and the receivers that that the Packers have is just they're off the charts. I mean they're they're fantasy football legends. I mean they're they're always always solid pickups, regardless. If you get the one or the three, they're going to give you some points.
0: Yeah, the thing about the Packers is this is a fact because we just don't draft receivers. But it's one of those things where you'll know who the number one guy is. You'll know, you know, Adams. You'll you'll be like, I'll take him in the draft. But then you turn around and you really don't know who two, three, four, five is going to be. You know, in training camp until really that fourth preseason game. And this year we didn't even get the preseason games, so we really didn't know who the you know. Who's going to be your second and third guy on the field until game one? And they come out and they always get those fancy points, exactly what you're saying. They always light it up because they've got somebody who can get it to them.
1: I don't understand why they don't draft receivers. Like, maybe you do. Like, do you know if that's no, just like – I
0: don't. I don't know why they don't, to be honest with you. it just. But you'll draft a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Draft a quarterback and, and get your franchise guy just kind of pissed off at you. They They'll do that for sure. But turn around and you know get a get somebody who he can get the ball to on a consistent basis so he can change the game.
1: Nah, won't do that. Can't do it. That's strange. And did not think we'd spend six minutes on the Packers game, but we did. And that's we we do we do whatever we want on this podcast. We talked
0: about my team and how we came up a little short. But let's talk about your team. Your team had an
1: upset, so I'm mad. I want to lose today. I'm I'm all about tanking for anybody right now. (laughs) So I somebody texted me. He's like, "Good win by the Cowboys." I was like, "No, that's stupid." I said, like, "We probably lost two spots today." Yeah, but like, I'm, I don't, I mean, I don't want to win. Like, I'm, I'm to the point as a Cowboys fan of, like, I'm. I've been hurt so much in my life with these, with these teams that I freaking pull for, yeah. that I've never been like a let's tank for anybody. I've always been like, I want to win. You know, right. we're, like, but. We lose, our, we lose our franchise quarterback, supposedly franchise quarterback. Uh, he gets hurt. So I'm like, I mean, this is the time to do it. Like, this is when you want to lose. And I'm all, like, I, I haven't watched a Cowboys game since Dak got hurt. I'm just being straight up honest with you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I've been watching more Tua games than, than Cowboys. <laughs> well, well,
0: those are depressing thoughts. Let's move on to talk about the NFL as a whole.
1: <laughs> sorry about that clay i I know you're trying to be nice to me but like i'm I, like we can't even we can't even lose right Like we don't, we don't even know what we're doing like if i'm jerry jones i'm just like i'm putting out some like made-up players out there i'm getting the staffers out there we don't even know what we're doing we can't even improve our prove our draft stock right uh you anyway are, you are uh, like
0: the replacements i mean you were brought in to lose and you didn't you want
1: yeah, I, I was watching. I lied. I watched a a couple plays. We were playing the Eagles, I think, and we had some quarterback. I don't, I don't think he ever played high school football. Like I saw him like hopping down the sidelines, throwing well, like un, underarm passes or something.
0: And I'm like, who is this guy? Well, he was on the same elevator as Mike McCarthy in uh, Frisco, Te- Texas. And uh, oh
1: yeah, you told me that. Yeah. I just blacked it out. <laughs>
0: Just letting you know. I mean, that's all I got out of that entire conversation. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. On to the next one. On to the next one. So, to start the tit- off
0: today, the Titans okay. get a huge overtime win, of, you know, a, a really a comeback there because, hey, the Ravens dominated that game, in my opinion. And then the Titans just turned it, you know, the fourth quarter and just ran it down their throat and just broke their wheel.
1: Is there a better running back in football? In the in overtime than Derrick Henry. I don't want to hit him. I don't even want to come close to him because we've said it on this podcast numerous times. You you're going to stop Derrick Henry for two and a half three quarters, but in the fourth quarter, his his legs somehow just they're fresh, yeah. and you you can tell that even if he gets a yard and a half, you're going to have to hit him like to to get him down. Yeah. So you've been hit. I I seen him not. Knocked some safeties down today, the and they just they just sat there, and he got maybe a foot, but they had to hit him. And by that fourth quarter and overtime, I mean they were just they were just kind of grabbing cloth there. thing.
0: also, let's talk about some piss poor tackling. How about the effort that the Ravens DBs gave on that touchdown against DK? I mean, or excuse me, AJ Brown. Yeah, wrong. AJ a- Brown. Sorry. Yeah,
1: I mean, well. I just think it was incredible. Like, I think they were trying. For him it was,
0: think... but there, there was a couple guys, the, including the guy I don't know his name, the corner who was covering him, who literally watched his teammate try to tackle him as he stood flat-footed and then put a hand on him as he ran by. That's that's pathetic from people who are getting paid to do this for a living. That's pathetic.
1: Did Did you ever go back and watch that Jamal Adams video? Yes.
0: Have you ever in your life? I mean, what you know? We talked about
1: this last week.
0: The whole business decision. I wish we could get rid of that.
1: I hate that term. I mean, come on, dude! Like it was all he had to do was step in the gap, and he makes the play. Yeah, just
0: this is a collision sport. This is not a contact <laughs> sport. This is a collision sport.
1: He literally had his hands on the, on his own teammates' pads and just, like, moving behind him. Yeah, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: so let's run through these scores real quick, and then we'll move on to some college football. So the Browns take care of business against the Eagles. They're 7-3 and three now, so it's been a while since the Browns have been this good. Take care of business, 22-17. to 17. Nick Chubb looked really good this game Had over 100 mm-hmm. yards and was out there looking like a grown man. No gloves, no pads, nothing. Just stand up, run you over, make you like it. Yep. The Saints, you talk about games where we've brought this up yeah. many times of Vegas setting a line that looked fishy as it could be. The Saints being a three-point favorite in this game, I don't understand. But, hey, they get a 24-9 to 9 victory. I never saw it coming. Taysom Hill goes 18-23 for
1: 233. Yeah, I mean he was top six in the league and top five in the league in passing today. I mean that I mean that's unreal. <laughs> I mean I mean who would you rather have right now? Taysom Hill or uh let's see. Cam Newton.
0: I mean honestly I mean
1: Cam looked pretty good today though. I mean, Cam looked good,
0: but Taysom Hill and I'm not jumping on that let's say this before we get into this. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. I'm just saying he looked like he wanted to play football, and he got a, a chance, an opportunity to shine, and he did it.
1: Yeah, he he shined, and that that's somebody that that coaches love to have. I mean, yeah. they're just they're they're a Swiss Army knife. I mean, they're just everybody loves those guys. Everybody, the utility players in baseball, they're they're fan favorites all the time. So I I can see why. You know everybody likes it down there. Right. I mean, I never I never got the hype, but I kind of get the hype now.
0: Yeah, he definitely made them look like geniuses for drafting him, and not only drafting but keeping him today. Right. If it was a one game uh, sample, then he made them look really good. Mm-hmm. The Bengals come up short, twenty to nine, against the Washington football team.
1: But the Joey B biggest deal is losing Joe Burrow for the year. That's awful. I hate seeing that kind of stuff, man. I hate it.
0: Yeah, I hate to see him go down like that. I mean, definitely pulled against him in college, but as far as watching him in pro, I was really looking forward to it. He was giving it everything he got this year. Honestly, he he was he laid everything he had on the field every week.
1: He really did. I mean, now early on he was taking some unnecessary shots. Yeah, like he he didn't know how to slide because he never did in college. But I mean, I I just hate to see it. I mean. You just don't want to see anything happen to anybody, but much less, you know, somebody like Joe Burrow, who is is so young and has the whole world in front of him.
0: Yeah. Next up, you take all week long, I heard how the Lions were going to take care of business against the Panthers. They get blanked 20 to nothing. The Panthers come out with a win right here. I mean, it wouldn't even close. P.J. Walker, I don't even know who that is, but went 24 of 34 for 258. I mean, had had a day.
1: P.J. Walker, he was the – was he the kid from Villanova? Waterboy? Not Villanova. It was one of the – That's a basketball school. No, I don't think Villanova (laughs) has a name (laughs) anymore. Temple, 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 Temple. Temple. I knew he was from up in the northeast. I knew he was from up there. But, yeah, I've never heard of him. I mean, I I feel like I know mildly things about football, but, like, I would have thought he was a running back from Memphis. If you yeah. said P.J. Walker went off today, I was like, oh, yeah, that kid was from Memphis, right?
0: Yeah, he's absolutely a Memphis Tiger. Yeah. Steelers take care of business once again, 10-0 on the year, 27-3. The Jaguars just for a while there, it looked like it was going to be a game. It was 10-3 for, till late in the second quarter. It goes into halftime 17-3, and the Jaguars just couldn't get anything going. They just three and out after three and out after three and out. then you take what uh, Mika did on the defensive side. Two more picks, Two breakups. He's so good.
1: Two tackles for a loss. He's having a year. I mean, is he the best defender in the NFL?
0: Yes. I absolutely think that he should get defensive player of the year or MVP or whatever it is over there. Because I'm telling you right now, like, he's –
1: He's a ball. Today
0: was a good day. He's had several of these.
1: Yeah, I feel like every – at least every other week, you're seeing Mika go for a pick six or – He's caused two fumbles or he's always – I mean, like just think about the Dolphins if they had him right now or if the Dolphins had Kenyon Drake too because Kenyon Drake's playing really well at, you know, with the Cardinals right now too. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: next up uh, we had the uh, yodeling mountain climber from the Price's Rock right. goes 26-40 for 365. Oh, we can't hours. even talk about it. But didn't even – didn't get the win. Texans come in here score every single quarter and get a
1: 27-20 victory. I'm an idiot. I was I was going off last week about look out for the Patriots. They're going to win out and win the division. I'm so stupid. Yep. Like, I'm just so stupid. From worst to first, back to worst. <laughs> like, I hate them. I hope they lose every game now.
0: <laughs> Tua takes his first L of the year. Losing twenty to thirteen on the
1: road against Drew Locke and the Broncos—not not the best day for for Tua. I mean, eleven for 20, 83 yards. Probably not going to cut it in many games. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, but
0: maybe they got his and Taysom Hill's stat lines
1: mixed up. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm a Bama guy, but if you haven't figured that out. Uh, peanut gallery <laughs> obviously i am but like i feel like when you get sacked six times yes it might be two of two fault for holding the ball too long but i mean my gosh the yeah. four i mean their offensive line I, we've said it before what it, it would almost like just be better just to let this kid sit until next year and just see if you can get anything in the draft that can do better than whatever they have up there right now
0: yeah, losing Laramie Tunzel to their trading him away was, a, in my opinion, a bad move. But, you know, at the time, it was a good move.
1: Now I think they're regretting it for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, there's obviously this is probably Magic's last year. I think, I yeah. think no matter what, nobody else is going to pick him up. So, yeah.
0: Agreed. Next up, we'll talk about the Jets, who, hey, Managed to get a little comeback going there in the third and fourth quarter. Almost took care of business, but uh, came up short by six 34 28. Chargers get a win. And uh, Justin Herbert looked very good 37 of 49. 370 yards passing.
1: And a few touchdowns.
0: Yeah, three touchdowns on the day. Mm-hmm. Of course, we talked about the Colts and the Packers. And then we also talked about the Cowboys and Vikings. Back on Thursday night, the Seahawks took care of business 28-21 against the Cardinals. Did
1: I who did I end up picking? Did I even pick that game?
0: I think you took the Seahawks. I think we both took the Seahawks.
1: Okay. Okay. Well then look at look and, at us. Uh, <laughs> look at us. Look at look at us,
0: guys. Look at us. It's just tough to beat a team twice, mm-hmm. especially when you had a such a close game like that. It's a divisional game. It's just tough to beat a team twice like that. We, and it was at the Seahawks, which, of course, this year, not the 12th man that they're used to. But still, it helps when they get to sleep in their own bed type thing. Mm-hmm. So, definitely uh, tough to do there, and it proved to, right. So, let's move on to some college football. We'll start off with the ACC. So, NC State. Takes care of
1: undefeated Liberty. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. Who picked that game? Da, 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 da. You did, man.
0: We talked about that. We talked about how the the rumors, the rumor mill was going to definitely get in the players' ears, and it did. Malik Willis for Liberty only went thirteen of thirty two, one hundred seventy two yards. Definitely an off day for him compared to what he's been doing all year long, and NC State gives Liberty their first loss of the year. The – probably a, a big – well, I know it was a big upset. It was a seven-and-a-half-point line. Pittsburgh takes care of Virginia Tech, 47-14. to 14. Oh, I mean,
1: what is – Virginia Tech's one of the weirdest teams in the country. It's, yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to be honest. They yeah. are very strange. They're the all but yeah, the Louisville. ACC. Hey,
0: Louisville got a win this week. Just, just – Throwing that out, calm, there. Louisville got them. Calm, well. calm down,
1: wasn't it against Syracuse or something?
0: <laughs> Back in the running, we hadn't had a. I'll just put it this way: as of right now, they're not in the, they're not outside the top four in the ranking as far as college football rankings. Like the playoff rankings. That's, that's true. Yes. They have not come out yet, so.
1: No. no. Louisville's still in the running. You never
0: know. <laughs> you, ne- <laughs> you never. Nah, know. I put- I feel like we know this one, but I'm going to go with it anyways. Let's move to the Big 12. We had a little bit more action there, uh, including uh, thrubbing, man. Uh, Iowa State takes care of Kansas State 45 to nothing. I mean, it wasn't even – it was 35 to zip at
1: half What did time. I say? Of half was what did I say in that game? Both. Do you remember?
0: Yeah, Iowa State was going to take care of business, and they did. Kansas State's reeling. They're falling apart.
1: The next one, my friend.
0: Oklahoma. In Bedlam, takes care of business, 41-13 to 13 against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State punts with two minutes left, down, what, 30 points? <laughs> Why would you ever punt?
1: I mean, we're a punting podcast, and we don't like punting. Exactly. We just we just like it because huh? it makes good sense with PB&J, man. Yeah, we had to have something for yeah, the P. i I've been thinking, like, we could have went putts, but we didn't. And so we're punts <laughs> and butts, baby.
0: <laughs> we'll move on to the Big Ten where we had some exciting games starting off on Friday night, Minnesota oh God I'm so mad huge Purdue
1: got wrong I mean, on that game that is, like I say a lot of stuff in absolutes, but I feel confident that's the worst pass interference I've ever seen called if you didn't watch it the Purdue was, I mean, they scored. They literally scored. The the tight, I think it was the tight end, correct?
0: Yeah, the tight end, end.
1: He was he did kind of a, a a corner route, right right down the middle of the field. And then he kind of went to the corner in the end zone, and perfect ball. And like we'll talk about Jack Plummer lately or later, not lately or whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. We'll talk about J- yeah, J- lately. He's we'll really talk good. about Jack Plummer later, um, but. He was running, and it almost to me looked like when he swung his arm back that that Minnesota held him, like they grabbed his arm. All it was, all it was, is
0: him running by the DB in a route. It was a natural, a
1: natural arm motion move.
0: It wasn't even, it wasn't even like it was to me. I got a feeling that it was unconscious. I don't even think he, I don't think he thought when I get to him, I'm going to hit him to create separation. I think it was just a natural, like. Don't let him get your his hands on me. Let me swim, move him, and keep going. And that's what but he did. I mean, it wasn't even, wasn't bad. He barely even touched. I mean, him. It,
1: it was egregious. And if if I'm Jeff Brom, I don't think that I sleep the rest of the year. I don't. I well, don't. Let me tell you this:
0: I would have sunk every boat in Minnesota. Uh, they wouldn't I be am so, any
1: boat, I so I P.J. Fleck is the most annoying coach in the in the world. Like I cannot stand to look at him.
0: Yeah, he, he gets on my nerves too. He's he's I tell you what, PJ Flake reminds me of one of these guys that wants to sell you a timeshare and just will not leave mm, you. Off. He's out there. Uh you're you're mad because one of your friends gave him your phone number and you get a call every day. Ugh. So let's move on to Saturday where we have the two undefeated teams and it didn't look good for a while. It's twenty eight to seven at halftime. But Indiana finds a way to come back, and if it wasn't for a pick six late in that game, they would have tied this baby up 42 35. Ohio
1: can, State. Can I go ahead and say something, Clay Dodd? Absolutely, please. I don't think Ohio State's one of the top four teams in the country. What? I don't. Hold on I a second don't. now. You may get us shut down. How do you give up You're... 490 yards in five touchdown passes to a court from, from Michael Penix Jr.? I don't understand. Like, you're supposed to have the best defense in – I mean, a lot of people are saying they can have the best defense in football. I wasn't seeing it. I knew they lost a lot. I thought Northwestern and Wisconsin had the best defense, and we may – that may be proven to be true. But, I mean, still, 491 yards, five touchdowns. I mean, that's that's supposed to be two or three games for Ohio State. I, I think right now you got Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Texas A&M or Florida just – Whatever. I'm going Texas a m because I still think that game matters.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think that game matters, and uh,
1: it's definitely going
0: to show up later on. I can bet you. With The, the ranking's starting to come out now. It's definitely going to show up. I mean,
1: our, I said. wasn't impressed with Ohio State. I really – I was I was more impressed with Indiana's fight than, than anything. I mean, because they could have easily thought, hey, we're Indiana. This is happening again. But they didn't. I mean, they yeah. were – they were one play away from overtime.
0: I have always liked Indiana. Um, as far as I say always, let me rephrase this. I told you last week that I was, I've was i been a fan of uh, Allen. Mm-hmm. Tom Allen since he was at mm-hmm. Ole Miss. And I just, I don't know. There's something about some people that you just get this vibe. Even if you see them in the background, you just kind of get this vibe of like you're pulling for them. Seems like a good guy and they get to the preview otherwise. It's like you
1: Sam know. Pittman. Yeah. And
0: yeah, I mean, you just kind of, He's a background guy. He comes up, he gets his chance. You, How can you not pull for him, especially if they don't prove you wrong and don't turn into a, a jerk? And I'm, I'll say this, I always pull for Jeff Brom until, you know, when them two play. But overall, I like Tom Allen. And at that speech he gave after the game, I mean, those guys don't have anything to hold their head down. I'm telling you, it was they didn't look good in the first half. They fought back, and, and that's got to speak volumes for what they're going to do. Because I can tell you, it sounds like to me with Clemson going down and just the natural bias against Alabama that people already they've been wanting to give Ohio State the trophy, even if there wasn't going to be games played. They're in love with Ryan Day, and I keep I just don't like the guy.
1: No, I, I, don't, like and him. I don't like. I don't Justin like Justin Fields, him, but I hope they hang a hundred on on uh, one coach in a couple weeks. They
0: will. Don't worry. <laughs> Next up, I'll uh, tell you, one of the funniest things that I saw this weekend out of the Big Ten was the fighting Reese Davises from Northwestern getting the win against Wisconsin. Can we just go ahead and – I, I want to get together a show. I want to put together a show, and it's going to be – there's like three hosts in, involved. Joey Galloway, Colin Cowherd, and Skip Bayless. And what's going to happen in this show is going to be a benefit to everybody. Because whoever's producing it is just going to hit mute, and we don't have to hear anything that any of those three say ever, and that would be wonderful.
1: I mean, the audacity to make fun of the one of the faces of ESPN like that is ridiculous. I mean, yes, it it was borderline the R word, honestly.
0: Uh, I was just going to say that we're We're not going to get into it. Avoid, avoid, avoid. But
1: it was it was borderline. It is absolutely. It's absolutely that. I mean, it, I, I if mean, I was if I was Reese Davis, I'd be highly offended at that. I'll be honest with you. If I was, and I know they were because they played like it. If
0: I was Northwestern, I
1: would. yeah. Be. I, I mean, Northwestern I, after the first quarter, they were shut down. They they pitched a shutout, man. Northwestern might be for real. I, I if I'm Ohio State, uh, I'm I'm not feeling good about playing that Northwestern defense. I'm telling, dude, Northwestern,
0: and I I love
1: football. You, you
0: do. Know. I, I love any football, any football that's being played. I watch it. My action is one of my favorite things in the it, world. That makes sense. And it don't make sense. And Northwestern is just a Big Mac. I school, love Big match Let's just be honest. Heck yeah, <laughs> we love Big Macs. And they're, I mean, they're so close to high school football. You look at the field. That natural turf, they leave it a little but bit But have
1: you seen their facilities where they work out at? Yes. My gosh.
0: They've upgraded over the last few have years. Have they
1: ever with, with it overlooking the water? I mean, it is it's oh, something man. else. I know that you're an engineer guy, and that probably fascinates you how they did that. But, oh, I yeah. mean, their, their facilities, they, they might be top in the Big Ten.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's – Listen, I got to go to Jerry World one time and I stood out there and looked at the truss for 35 minutes with that Word. And, and I, and guys, me, like, guys my jaw back not up.
1: Kidding. he literally stood there for 35 uh, minutes staring and like, how, how finally, did that happen?
0: Finally, my wife, like, grabbed me by the shirt and said, Come on, we're going to watch the game. And I just kind of stood there, like, I don't know if I want to right now. I
1: mean, Jerry World um, is the first of its kind. That's, that's, that's a stadium where you go at, like, we took the, uh, we took our, like, the stadium tour. We got to go on the field and throw touchdown passes, kick field goals. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. I mean, I got chills. I I cried when I got on the field. Like, I'm a very emotional person, and when I went on that field, I went in the locker room. I did, like, a press conference, uh, like I was the coach of the Cowboys, and I I had people asking me questions. It was so cool. Uh, It was just one of the coolest experiences ever, and I don't know anything about what Clay knows about, and I even was like this. I feel like I'm looking at the pyramids and how the Egyptians did it. Well, it, was,
0: it is legit. I mean, it is one of the coolest things that I've ever saw in person, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, Nebraska became Nebraska again. Forty-one uh, twenty-three. Illinois comes nice. up. Man, they, they just seem to get one of these teams every year. Uh, last year, of course, it was Wisconsin. This year, it's Nebraska, and just make them look bad, and they did. What about
1: that punter, juke uh, in the air? <laughs> did uh, you see that? Just, it's just bad. <laughs> it's just if y'all so didn't bad. see it, the Illinois punter ran a fake punt, and there was nobody within 25 yards, and he gave this, like, rot plant right at the 45 and, like, cut back and, like, his own teammates were like, what are you doing? There's no, All he had to do was run straight, and he gets the first down. <laughs> I mean, he just juked the air.
0: Oh, man. Sometimes you just got to break those
1: ankles or those air You know, markers. it's probably, I mean, it's probably you the gotta, first time the he's you know, had a a rushing place since uh, high school. He he was probably a, a quarterback or something back in high school.
0: <laughs> right. Like this is it. This is it. Re- this, is it. <laughs> this is the one. All right, so I will absolutely embarrass oh, We were this wrong. We 5. were wrong.
1: Clay. <laughs>
0: wow, we, we were like, I mean, this, this is but, just...
1: you know—to be fair to us, we said this is going to be the one that bites us. <laughs> the, my pickem at work
0: so bad. <laughs> God bless it. It's just so. Why, bad. why?
1: Why is everything so difficult this year? It's just Whoa. so. It's
0: we do a so thing so bad where the. We do a thing where every week, whoever comes in last place for that particular week has to supply three o'clock break on uh, Thursday. What does that mean? Three o'clock break? Like what? I mean, like we just had to, like we had to bring a snack. So, like if you if you were the worst score this week on Thursday at three o'clock, you better have some cookies or something for the group. not quite juices. We don't. My mom didn't show up with little oh. juicy pack things That'd or whatever to drink the Capri Suns. But you know, yeah, probably probably need to do that this week because I'm probably gonna be. How last many times
1: time. have you done it this year? i don't want to talk about it.
0: You gotta talk about it. You talk about how many times. i don't know what I'm about. about like three times. There's it's only so been bad. like
1: nine weeks.
0: <laughs> Are you sure? It feels like there's been twenty. Oh
1: gosh, Clay, we gotta do better. Oh, twelve. It's, it's week so 12 bad. technically, but this, this football season seems like it's been six years. <laughs> Which normally I'm like really happy about. it. Uh, this, is you, the who are this, this is exhausting. This is exhausting. terrible. It's exhausting year. And then
0: finally, talking about exhausting. Yeesh. Rutgers almost upset Michigan in three overtimes 48, 42. The bad guys did, did not. You, did
1: you, did you home, see not. them celebrate like they just won the big game?
0: Yes, I did. And it was pathetic. It was so, because...
1: so pathetic.
0: Oh, man. So bad. I just, you know, he's rocking the two-mask
1: system now, and it's just really annoying. Everything he does is annoying, man. Everything. There's not one thing that I'm like, I agree with that, man. Absolutely. Oh. Oregon takes care of UCLA, 38-35, um,
0: although they did try to give that game up. They're late. Mm-hmm. And uh, – UCLA was out without one of their top guys. So, definitely a scare for Oregon there, but they do move on to 3-0, 3-0 in the Pac-12. And and if you
1: listen to our show, which I hope you do because we're we're pretty good, uh, we said that that game could be interesting. And guess what? It was.
0: USC takes care of Utah, which kind of shocked me. I kind of thought Utah would play a little better. But they didn't. Didn't score a single point in the second half, and USC takes a thirty three seventeen
1: victory. No, I I told you that Utah and USC is it's a it's a game of home and home. Whoever wins is usually the home team, and this is the the first time that USC's beat Utah in in Salt Lake City, and so I, I think I said that Keaton Slovis is he's a really good quarterback, and it. This is the first game that USC's won where they didn't have to get some help from the refs or crazy plays in the fourth quarter.
0: Absolutely. Let's move on to the
1: SEC. Thank God.
0: Whew. And we'll, we'll talk about first, we'll talk about our game. Alabama scores 63 on giving up three, get a 63-3 victory over the basketball team. Oh, excuse me. This wasn't the basketball did, team. Uh, it was the football team that actually did. did play, uh, said, usually
1: points. the Kentucky team's better at making their threes.
0: You but they think. missed a few threes sure. in that first first they, half.
1: Well, one of them they thought
0: they were punting from the fourteen and decided to snap the ball. I'm telling 15. you
1: though that that snapper's got a cannon because it went. It was, I didn't know what was happening because I was just kind of looking at my phone or whatever, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we got good field position." <laughs> yeah, it was. It and was is Devontae I mean, Smith pretty good at the sport of football?
0: He's he's fairly good. He's fairly good with this, and now he's a record holder. And, so and Matt, Matt Jones didn't have a great
1: game, but when you make that one throw that he did to Smitty at the – you know, he was – I don't know if you saw it. I know you saw it, but I'm saying the peanut gallery. I don't know if the peanut gallery saw yeah. it. He, he was about 15-yard line, and he was backing up, and then he was going to his left and, like, backpedaling, threw it off his back foot, and threw a laser – to smitty it was it's easily his best throw that i've seen him in crimson make i mean or making crimson he
0: did have nine receptions for 144 uh, yards and two touchdowns but let's say let me say this say real it, quick. Say so mike jones i agree he didn't have a great game he still hit 66 percent of his passes 16 of 24
1: mm-hmm. 230 and yards And let's be honest if if he wanted to get 450 yards that game he could have i mean he, if, if he stayed in there, he would have had, you know, let's just give him Bryce Young's numbers. You know, Bryce – okay, that didn't make sense. Well, I thought Bryce Young had more yards than that.
0: But he – It's weird how perception because Bryce Young felt like he had a lot more it yards. It did. I
1: felt like he – He didn't. just handed the ball off a lot, I guess. I felt like he – Yeah. I felt like he had 700 yards the way – but, I mean, his two passes, though, I mean – Heck. Yeah. Big 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 passes. But I guess I'm an idiot. I really like I thought he had a lot more yards than he did. But
0: That's kind of my point with Mac because it felt like he had a bad game, but he still hit sixty six percent I mean his
1: QBR was ninety six point three. I mean, that's not terrible. It's not bad. Not terrible. So
0: No. On the other side of the conference, the team that we're probably looks like we're going to be facing in the SEC championship game, Florida does get a win against Vanderbilt 38-17. And we, of course, had – don't worry. I mean, we still came out and talked about how good Kyle Trask was, but Florida as a whole didn't turn it on until late.
1: Well, everybody's telling me that Alabama's so bad on defense, so bad on defense, I – there's only so many so many teams that can be the number one scoring defense in the in the conference. There's only so many teams. That's true. Do you know who is the number one scoring defense in the conference right now? No, please tell. It's me. Alabama, sir. Oh god. Alabama not a, Don't tell anybody else. That they're Alabama crying. not only is the number one scoring team in the country at 49.3 points or I think they're I think they're number one now that UCF didn't score 100. Uh but they're 49.3 points, uh, scoring offense and scoring defense. They're at 19. And I'm telling you, I know you can't take a game away, I know you can't. But my gosh, if you could take away that Ole Miss game, this defense would be they would be talked about like the 2011 defense. I'm just being honest. I yeah. mean, I'm just being honest. If, if say, Ole Miss scored 20 that game and Alabama won 62 to 20. I mean, this team, everybody be like, man, they, they've got it going now. But that one game has made such an impression on everybody. They can't get it out of their head. Since Nick Saban said that you can't win games with defense, Alabama's averaging one and a half points a game, giving up. Yeah. They shut out State, and they gave up three to Kentucky. And you can say what you yeah. want. You can say what you want. But Mississippi State put up some points on a team that supposedly had one of the best defenses in the country. I
0: want to get to that. Okay. I want to get to that game last because that. Is, one, oh, we got, got a lot to say on
1: that one. I, I'm just saying, Kentucky's right. also they've they've put up some points against a lot of teams. I mean, you, you know, not a they put up some points. They've they've won three games, yep. and we gave or Alabama gave up three points. It regardless, if you're winning sixty-three to three, there's nobody in the country that can be mad the next day. But yet, people are, and it drives me insane.
0: It's a combination of two things. It's a combination of absolute, um, you know, being tired of watching Alabama win, and then also a combination on our side as fans of being so Spoiled. spoiled with what we have done that, like I said, I even get caught up in it every now and then. I absolutely do, of things like Mike Jones hitting 66% and thinking, boy, he's had an off night. That's just rough. And him throwing for 230 yards or 266, whatever it was, and thinking, yeah, that's a bad night. I mean, that's where we're at. And like I said, it's a combination of both because people outside of this fan base – are tired of seeing us do anything. They somehow are okay with Clemson being on the Roy bus every week, but we're tired about Alabama
1: doing it. And Alabama, like, and they, then, don't, they don't say anything in the media. Nothing. Like, I don't And I think that's I part of the it. reason they I don't realize. understand. Like, <laughs> Alabama just goes out there and beats teams 63 to 3. I mean, the the only thing that, you know, makes Alabama fans look bad are people like me. That's it. I mean, Saban <laughs> doesn't let his assistant coaches talk. He, he tries not to let any of his players talk. I mean, he doesn't let that crap go because he doesn't want bulleted board material. I don't get it. Every time you play Clemson, you're going to have bulleted board material because Dabo won't shut his mouth.
0: Yep. Moving on to uh, some other – the final four scores of the SEC weekend. Auburn takes care of business at home against Tennessee – uh, Bo Nix had an up and down day. He ended up doing okay 17 to 26, 220 yards and a touchdown. But for the start, he was a little off. I don't know. He's messed with his throw emotions, yeah, he threw it at side It's a little different.
1: weird. Yeah. And maybe that's that's what you know, I'm trying to, to kind of it. I know that's what he did in high school. I was I was listening to Jim Dunaway yeah. last night, and that's what he did in high school. So maybe, that, maybe that's what it was. But I'm telling you, maybe that's what he I'm needed. I'm telling you one thing, J- Jerry Pruitt should not have been allowed back on the bus because Eric Gray was gashing them 8 10 yards a pop and then they just yeah ended up with 173 I yards I mean he's literally averaging 7.9 yards a carry and they throw it with Garantano about to go up 17 to 13
0: Yeah Guantanamo Bay just
1: does not have it I mean geez, man just like they're, they're literally about to go up 17 to 13 because Auburn's not stopping them rushing the ball and they throw a pick to smoking on Monday night, 103 yards, oh. and it's just, it's over. I mean,
0: was he the same one that had the the interception against Kentucky for the touchdown? Was it? Uh, was Smoke Monday? No, he was out because he, he had a, a personal. Yeah, okay.
1: it was a targeting call. Targeting. Because yeah, it, that's right. Okay. I was going to say that I didn't know if it was the one year. that Gus Bus was complaining about. And I'm like, you can never complain about anything because Kentucky just scored and they gave you the ball.
0: Yeah, so uh, next uh, it's Auburn
1: week. I'm mad. I'm this is a mad podcast. <laughs> I'm so mad. Next,
0: next uh, we've got Missouri. South uh, Missouri takes care of them. Seventeen ten, and one of the, I don't know. Everything in the first half was Missouri's way. Everything in the second half was South Carolina's way. It was just up and down. I felt like South Carolina was trying to rally, and they just couldn't get over it. When they needed to get a good drive, they could. They would go three and out. They would eventually get a drive together and put up some points, but it just felt like they if they could have just had one more drive, obviously they could have had a chance to tie it up. But overall, they end up coming up short seventeen ten at home.
1: The in, in the Battle of Columbia is that everybody was watching.
0: Uh, yeah, can, everybody. I,
1: can I be honest, Pennett yeah. Gallagher? I did not even know that game happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was one that was not on my docket, sir. Well, next we've got LSU and Arkansas—the battle for the boot. The fight for the what? And
0: LSU. The oh, boot. I didn't know.
1: I thought you started that with a P, and I was about to lose it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> not today, not today, sir. <laughs> so LSU comes up with a twenty-seven, twenty-four victory. This was a helmet game. This is one of those things where it just—it got in Arkansas' yeah, head for whatever won. reason. I feel
1: like they should have won three hundred forty yards. They, they should have won. Frank's has really impressed me. I think he's going to be the comeback player of the year. Uh,
0: I agree. I agree with that. They're going to have the comeback player of the year, and they're also going to have the uh, coach of mm-hmm. the year. Um, and finally, in the SEC, Georgia and Mississippi State. Now, Mississippi State, I will say, had an up game while Georgia. Felt like they had a down game, but, you know, JT Daniels comes out and has – Goes 28 of 38 for 401 yards and four touchdowns. They had a receiver to go 197. So it wasn't a stats down game. It was just Mississippi State wanting to play. Which
1: is weird because they had 13 players.
0: Yes, I mean, absolutely. And I tell you, we're back. You know, look, we've been up and down on Coach Leach all year long. We were high on him all the first few weeks. And then we crashed. And it was like, you know what, maybe it's next year. My God, Coach Leach said, I want to play football. They take 49 scholarship players over there and almost get them. There's upset. one,
1: there's one team in the SEC that's just cowards and we won't go there, but it rhymes with Mellish Moo. Uh, you know, Mississippi <laughs> State's wanting to go play somebody that's, you know, a top 15 team in the country with 49 players and you're the, def- whatever the records say, you're the defending national champion and you're dodging people left and right, sir. Like it, like, you yeah. can't say that that your team is going through a lot of stuff and come out and say literally its on record that they were preparing for Arkansas.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It That's was, a terrible look. You take Mississippi State. You look at Mississippi State, they could have easily said, no, we're done. We're four four players under the minimum. And they said, no, we're playing. I love it. And with a depleted defensive line. They, and, you know, it would have even been different at home, in my opinion. But, no, they said, we're going on the road, and we're going to take these players and we're going to play – We'll just save the bus fare on the final bus. We only had to get it, and we're going to go to Georgia. Yeah, I saw saw
1: somebody say that there there were two buses that pulled up uh, at Athens with yeah. Mississippi State players too. Usually, there's yeah. four
0: NBA teams take NBA teams take two buses to a game, and they only got twelve what, players, seventeen yeah, players, twelve. Like I mean, this is ridiculous. But hey, it was a great game. Yeah, I, I watched it definitely
1: I, for Mississippi State because that effort they put up was oh, incredible. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know. Um, I was definitely impressed that they even played because I I would say, you know, I'm not even going to lie. I would say if, if Nick Saban was four players under the scholarship, he'd be like, look, uh, commissioner, we, we, we can't even fill the whole team. This is just ridiculous. You know, I don't know. I don't know if coach Saban would, I mean, I I, I would hope he would, but it wouldn't shock me because, you know, it's a, it's a little different for Alabama because, Hey, we, there's something to play for and, it would be nice to have everybody we could. But on the other hand, yep. Mississippi State they they have two wins on the year and they they've been on the highest of highs this year and the lowest of lows.
0: Yeah. Agreed. So let's move away from college football and uh let's get into the last couple segments of the the podcast for this week. You want to hear the new egg, the new way of cooking an yep. egg? Absolutely. Well, this kind of goes with the theme. Oh, I know it. This is the LSU. I I bet you don't. I bet you don't. I bet you will get it for the next episode. But this episode is going with the theme of LSU, and that is the coddled egg. (laughs) In cooking, a coddled egg are gently and lightly cooked eggs. That's all it says. That's the
1: description. That sounds terrible.
0: It looks terrible. Let me just tell you, it looks terrible.
1: A terrible. coddled egg is the weirdest sounding thing I've ever heard.
0: I don't even want anything uh, what do you think, A coddled it's egg? It's just terrible. I mean, why? Why would you ever have a, a coddled egg? I mean, that. And then again, why would you ever have LSU? That's yeah, so? true. That's true. So with that said, let's ro- move into some rapid fire questions. I'm ready, pal. All right, so obviously, Cody, it is Thanksgiving week. This is big boy weather. This is big boy thanks. You know, holiday. Mm-hmm. This is our time to shine. Yes. Hello. And so these questions all have something to do with Thanksgiving. I'm here for it. And the next episode, guess what? We'll have questions that have to do with Thanksgiving. Hey. So we're going to get into this first. We're going to start off with the main dish. Well, obviously, everybody knows about turkey, but I'm going to ask you your favorite way to cook it. Do you like it smoked, baked, or deep fried?
1: Deep fried. Mm, I went with smoked. I'm a big smoked turkey. Oh, I like deep fried. Uh, really, as long as I don't have to do it, I'm I'm good with it.
0: Yeah, my father-in-law smokes. like he smoke? Turkey smoked? breast. It's turkey okay. breast. I mean, he said did my you father Roll lost, that
1: up in some kind he said of my father lost <laughs> smoked, and I was like, "Where are we going with it? <laughs> hey, yeah.
0: let me just tell you, if you could roll turkey up in some kind he of paper and smoke would. it, sign yeah, me, me up. Too. I don't know what you get out of it, but we'll try. <laughs> All right, next up, what is your favorite side?
1: Favorite side.
0: There's only really one. What correct term here? Well, what do you what do? What you side
1: consider. Side? Stuffing aside.
0: Well, if you're gonna start calling it the right thing, call it dressing, then absolutely,
1: whatever. Same thing.
0: Yes, we're not
1: in Maine. So we're gonna call it dressing. Is dressing aside or is it like a main course? I call it I think it's kinda like what you go for. Like you go for turkey and dressing or chicken and dressing. That's true. Uh my side, I guess, is like I really like I really like like a good corn casserole. Okay, I
0: was going to go hash brown casserole, so at least we're on the same side of casserole.
1: Sorry I called it stuffing. I feel like an idiot. No, you're fine. Everybody has a
0: <laughs> moment. But, hey, listen, I just want to point this out. There was a, a thing come out last week talking about they had polled, I think, 100 people from each state and asked them their favorite side. Idaho yep. is known for potatoes. Am I wrong?
1: No, I mean, that's the stereotype, yes.
0: Their favorite side was green bean casserole. Maybe
1: they get tired of potatoes.
0: Their slogan should be "Buy our potatoes, so we don't."
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, that's.
1: I mean, I that's, that's my least favorite, sir. Ooh, well, green bean casserole <laughs> and GTH.
0: Well, you just got on my my wife's bad Do side. Do you like
1: it? Let you tell you that I'll eat it. Yeah, but I mean, it better yeah. have like a crap ton of cheese on it.
0: Yeah, the only time I'm going to eat it is if we're out of hash brown casserole.
1: Speaking of hash brown and casserole. somebody's already stole the Speaking of hash brown casserole, like how good is is uh, Cracker Barrel's? Delicious. I mean, come on. That stuff. Absolutely
0: delicious. I always
1: ask for extra hash brown casserole. They're like, you want any other side? Now just give me extra of that.
0: Yeah. And by extra, I mean another I order. all the hash brown casserole you got.
1: Another order, please.
0: And then finally, the last question of the episode. On Turkey Day, we have – generally, we have a college football game. Now, this year, I don't think we're having one, obvious reasons, but we've got pro football. But my question is, which one are you most excited for, pro or college football? And also, wait, I will wait, say wait, this, wait. I know on, – just on Thanksgiving, what, what is better? What are you most excited to watch, pro football or college and I know you you may be a little biased because the Cowboys are always no, on No, I, I hate watching the Cowboys
1: because we always lose on Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> no, I I like watching the Egg Bowl, and I think it's so stupid that Texas and Texas A&M don't play anymore and that they're not playing on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I agree. But I agree. I, no, Those two games
0: should always be on the Thanksgiving. The Egg
1: Bowl last year was one of the wildest things I've ever watched in my life. Uh, honestly, it was probably the craziest football game I think I've ever watched in my life. I mean – Ole Miss loses because somebody acts like a dog TTing on somebody. Yeah. I that's mean, a strange. You know, that's just a what, strange, three, strange occurrence, strange events.
0: You know, about three years ago, when I, I believe it was DK that actually did that the first time. Yeah. And when he did it, it was a little different because Ole Miss was up like three touchdowns. And it's your rival and it's a chance to you hey, know, on them. do exactly that. And I understood it because it was just funny. But this time.
1: backed them up 15 yards, and they missed the freaking extra when, point.
0: When you're trying to make a comeback, when you're trying to tie the game up, don't be dumb.
1: Don't be stupid. I mean, could you imagine that if stupid. that happened on Coach Saban's team?
0: That happened with the uh, nation's leading receiver,
1: Elijah Moore. Oh, he, Elijah so, Moore is not bad, sir. He is not bad. He is. He made some
0: dumb decisions.
1: But. I mean, honestly, if this has happened, like – it wouldn't shock me this year if, if Ole Miss wins by a 1,000. And not only does Elijah Moore do that, but Coach Kiffin, ask him to.
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree. And my dad and I were actually discussing this today. If that game were to somehow go into overtime, the over-under on the Egg Bowl this year may be 97. And if that game goes to overtime, they should start it on the opposite twenty five, like not the going in twenty five, but the opposites. You know, make you go seventy five yards because it's going to be a score fest. I think. Yeah,
1: you, you, you think? Okay, well, we're gonna have a. So we're gonna have you a look should probably. Episode, so.
0: Yeah, we'll get into it more, but I'm just saying that if going by my prediction, you should go bet the under for the house. So you know, it'd be fourteen to eleven or something. <laughs> now, kind of win score. Six. <laughs> yeah some weird off the wall score that you've never heard of the score gami will be going crazy but that's everything I've got cody this was a great episode
1: you know i don't I don't want to brag but this was a great episode I mean this this was good we had a lot re- of- regardless of how good this episode is clay Dodd mm-hmm. we ain't gonna talk about them because we don't mess with horses
0: see you everybody <laughs> We hope that you enjoyed this episode just as much as we enjoyed making it for you if so make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast no matter where you get your podcast from make sure you send it to a friend because they really need to listen to it as well if you want to get in touch with us hit us up on twitter at pbjpod you can also send us an email pbjpod2020 at gmail.com You can even leave us a voicemail. You just got to go through the Anchor app, hit the leave voicemail link, leave that 10-second voicemail, and we'll put it on the next episode. Thank you for taking your time to listen to the Punts, Bunts, and Jams podcast, and we'll see you soon.